into the hollow. Lovely. So it is. So it is. Um, Okay, so this is the season one talkback Q&A. I'm Emma. I play Freya, and I'm also the head editor of Into the Hollow. Woo, get you. (laughs) Do you want me to introduce myself? Yes, I would love you to introduce (laughs) yourself. I am Martin, and I am the writer. I also did the cover art, but, you know, not that interesting. You're the guy who came up with the entire idea of it and all that. Yeah, I did do that. I also did, I did some of the drawings. (laughs) I've done some drawings. Um, (laughs) Living. All right. And we're going to, we have some questions from everybody here. Um, Oh, yes. And we're going to go through them and yeah, hopefully give a little insight into our process and also just into world building and yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> There's some world building questions in here, Martin, for you. So. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Right. All right then. Should be interesting. <laughs> All right. So uh, the first question I have here it's from Desk Dragon Thirty Nine on uh, from our fan Discord. Uh, is um, what does the production process look like? Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> to be fair, you do the editing, so I think you're more skilled for that. But the production of the the words, I suppose. Is I sit down, I set myself a timer for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and I force myself to sit there and think until I have any ideas until the timer is up. And sometimes the timer is up before I've thought of anything. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, good try. And if not, I'll end up writing a couple of pages of anything that comes to my mind and I edit it later. But yeah, I don't, I don't do any of the editing stuff. That would be yeah. mainly Emma. Thank you very much. What is the editing process like? I'm asking you now. <laughs> the rest of the production process. We, um, before each season, we kind of go in, or at least it's happened season one, we've just done it for season two as well. We kind of go in, have a big group call with everybody and start going through what kind of plot points we want to approach that season and just general ideas of how it goes and then we give it to martin and martin puts it in a timeline and then starts writing the episodes for it and then like yeah delegates and, it then, to and, then, although, and then somebody points out that my timeline doesn't make sense and we have to edit it a bit there's always <laughs> yeah. one of those I, and i love that there's a lot of back and forth with it, it. It, is, it is definitely a team effort i'll say it's, that it's, it's a, a team huge effort. team effort and then yeah. we once we have a script we, we try to plan a time for a recording call which doesn't always go work, but we get at least like half the cast in it. So it gives us a chance to kind of read together and understand kind of the emotions with it and the timing for it instead of just winging it and then having takes that don't line up in terms of energy. And then we go off, yeah. say, hey, have your lines in in a week. And then usually that happens. And then once the lines are in, we have three editors, me, Cordelia and Pluto. But um, me and Cordelia do most of the main episodes, and then Pluto does a lot of the mini minisodes. So yeah, yeah. Either... And then Elliot, Elliot always edits it a little bit and adds in way more swearing than I write in for Nick. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot goes in and 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 
has a little chat with the editors in his audio file, which is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love listening back to the episodes once they've been published and fully episode, fully episode, fully edited and all that. Listening to it and go, oh, that's kind of funny. I didn't write that bit, but I like it. Yeah. Those are my favorite bit. There's definitely some um, improv by the actors, which yeah. is fun. Um, and yeah, and so all that happens. We edit it. We have a first edit with um, lines edited together, equalized, and soundscaping done. And then whoever's editing it, or me, sends it to me. I put the music in. I, I go, Ted. Marla, Pluto, send okay. me music, please. And then they do. And I'm like, oh my God. And I put in all the music. <clears throat> and then put in intro, outro, credits. Give it to Cordelia to post. So that's our, <laughs> that's our production thing. But it, it works. It, it, it works. Yeah. We totally know what we're doing. We're totally professionals. We've got it all down. It's great. <laughs> it's funny because um, we actually... On the topic of uh, the editing, or the improv from actors, I actually have a question here. Um, also, when you, and this was referring to me, Sofreya, but really anybody, mm. do your excited monologues about stuff. Do you plan it or do you just say random stuff really quickly? Um, it's, it's, it's mostly, especially for Freya's, it's written out by Martin. So we have the big... I just say the, the lines as fast as possible and with as much energy as possible. Every once in a while, there's like one or two lines that I add or drop. But I, I love Freya's monologues and I mainly write those by sitting and, well, I mean, obviously sitting and thinking, but I, I think about what I would say out loud and I sort of have a ramble to myself and go, yeah, that'll do. And then I write it down on the page. So most of the Freya monologues come from sort of my own rapid thinking and then I put them down and I'm like right now you read them out I really like writing those yeah my exactly favorite. they're my favorites because it's just I mean they're so hard to record at points because the comprehension has to go with like the speed that I'm talking at yeah on my own like fine when I'm just saying things because you know <laughs> mm. Well, I, I really liked writing um, Freya's little monologue bit when they first go to 701 and she says something along the lines of, oh my god, it's like that planet where Ray lives in Star Wars except there's less sand and more cobbles and less sun and more rain. And I wrote all that because that was how I was imagining 701. Like, those were my thoughts for some... When I was writing it out, I was like, huh, it's like, it's like where Ray lives, but there's none of this and there's some of this and there's none of this. So really, when you think about it, it's nothing like that. But that what was... That was what was going on in my head. So I put that on the thing and thought, haha, projection. That's so fun because that's one of my favorite lines. That was one of my favorite lines to record just because of like the almost like, what's the, the rhythm of it in a way? It's like less loud. More yeah, it's like, it's like this, but not, but this, but not. <laughs> so fun. There's, there's like, what was the thing that was the hardest? Saying ophidians and orderlings. I think... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we've had the we've had the um the bloopers for like the first blooper hour already, so you can hear me kind of like how much I mess up in the long yes yeah. things. Um, and it's just a lot of <laughs> so many of my mess ups are just like I'm saying something, someone's in <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> so yeah, the only changes I really make to those um. It's like every once in a while with 
like I misread it and then just like add something else to it because it's in the line of thought yeah. or um there's a lot of like Britishisms and I have to change yeah I was just about to say there's a lot of the fun thing about doing quite a lot of this remotely like we don't see each other in real life and we've got people from different countries and stuff is yeah British <laughs> versus American in that recently we had what was it was it was it Derbyshire I think I wrote Derbyshire God, in it, it was and everyone me. was like, Derbyshire? What the heck? What is Derbyshire? I was like, it's Derbyshire. Derbyshire. That was me. That's for an upcoming. I can't say anything because it's not out yet. Actually, no, wait. It, mm. No, it won't be up by the time. It won't is be it? up by the time this comes out. No, it's um, not. <laughs> think about it for a second. Oh. It's mysterious. That was me being Ooh. British, too. So, and I was like. Oh, God. Oh, oh that was yeah, what that yeah, was yeah. from. Yeah. Oh, and I, fun. I was like, yeah, I. <laughs> I see the thing is I am the kind of person who does say brilliant and shit like that Freya doesn't yeah. <clears throat> like when I do Freya I somehow make myself even more American to do anything so it's kind of like yeah. so there was like one line where she goes like brilliant and I had to go fantastic and things like that <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah sorry for the Britishism <laughs> it's funny or oh, like that one time when I think I wrote higher like she says to Atlas, but higher is in like higher, you know, oh, yeah. like hello, I'm saying hello. And you thought it was, was it you or somebody else thought it was higher, like a ninja? And I loved that. That was great. I saw that. I saw the, um, there was a note next to it that said, not like the, like, not like a ninja. I don't know what the yeah. origin story of that note was. That's, that, yeah, that's because somebody, when we did like a quick little read through, somebody, instead of going higher, just yelled hiya and I was like that's so funny I hadn't even because I'd had it in my head as higher like a hello yeah, yeah. I hadn't even considered it could be read as a ninja <laughs> noise and then and I thought why would you think it's that obviously it's hello but it's Freya so <laughs> who really knows who knows she's I love her so yeah. much she's so funny can't believe how much she's changed yeah. we had her so mean at the start yeah, she was supposed to be she was gonna be all like grumpy and like mean to people yeah because the whole thing is she's very blunt and we were like oh yeah she's gonna be yeah. mean and that's why um because I was part of the original crew and then I also just happened to get like cast as Freya um and so I was like knew all the talking about like how she was gonna be rude and grumpy and so that's why in trailer one <clears throat> I, I'm so much lower and slower and then just as it goes she gets faster and higher and so much more energetic <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because I remember I found a notepad recently that was like all the original writings and stuff. And it's so funny to see how far the characters have come. Because, yeah, Freya said I'd written in it that she's running on spite and that she's always grumpy. And I was like, well, we changed that. Oh, my God. I also wrote that Nyx doesn't talk much. That's what. She- yeah, because Nyx is referred to. Um, this is like, I guess, a hint for all of. Well, because um, there's a lot of folks in our Discord server kind of trying to figure out who the quiet one is. Um, mm. And because I know that, um, and obviously I'm not the one that writes all of the funky little messages. That's that's an Elliot special. Um, so I'm not going to say yeah. too much. But uh, I know that in episode one, I think, in Atlas's monologue at the end, he goes, I'm not a fan of the quiet one, though. Or I don't trust them. Oh. And it is because it was, episode one was written really, really early in the process. Yeah. And so... Oh my god, I haven't even thought. Oh dear, oh dear, we've created our own loophole. Oops. <laughs> well, in, oh in the, to be fair, in episode one, in the beginning, Nyx is kind of quieter. Yeah, because they're like, they're like mysterious and 
don't trust anyone and you know angsty exactly and I was I was gonna have them continue like that but instead I just made them sarcastic because it's more fun isn't it and also you can't have a quiet character on a podcast it relies on like audio it's it's really hard to make out a character if they don't speak on an audio drama Mm -hmm. like creating an invisible character for a tv program it's really awkward all right so we have um next we have a we have a question from froggy underscore boy on instagram that's a good name it's good yeah it's boy boi as well um of course uh how long (laughs) did it take to write and plan the podcast i'm assuming this is talking about season one Oh Christ! Oh dear. So um, a little bit of like, yeah. it was a while. <laughs> yeah. Mainly because it took me so long to get to actually start writing it. Mm. I planned for like a year and a half, <laughs> and then I wrote it. The we started our like Discord, like talking and planning in early April, I think, of yeah. twenty twenty one, and then we hired voice actors yeah. a couple months after that. Once and it's been a while. At that point, we had had we had like the general basis of our plot and like what we wanted it to be, and I think that we had started writing episode one. That oh, yes. the trailers had been yeah. written. That was it because we got our voice actors. Yeah. And, and there were there were there was quite a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> the trailers got um recorded relatively soon after we got our voice actors. I remember. Yeah. Because I remember recording with Jamie for the first time being like, this is the first time I'm ever seeing you or talking to you, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, like a quick little thing, you know what they do with Penumbra when they re-recorded the first episode? Mm-hmm. I feel like one day that'd be really fun. Yeah, to like re-record. Just to like see how far it's come. That would be so good. That would be a fun time just to see. We gotta try that. Yeah, we could do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, so we had the trailers done then, and then we had episode one written and recorded in about, by August, I think. And then it was in editing. Yeah. But And we realized, and then we were like, oh, and now we're going to release our trailers because they're done. Um, In September, I believe, the first week of September or something like that. I love how you know these way better than I do. <laughs> I've got no clue. You ask me when we were released things, I'm like, I don't know. I've no idea. Well, this is this is back then. Um, we had uh, we had Stoker on our team who was amazing. Um, yeah. they yeah yeah they were like they were great. They, I've taken like so many notes from them just on like how to mm. do production things because they were really great at delegating everything. So, and they were like, hey. After we released the trailers, they were like, hey, we can't just release episode one as soon as it's done because we don't have episode two written and we need to finish doing all that. And so- Yes, def- definitely well done them on the whole scheduling thing because we were just like, oh, I don't know, just put them out, see what happens. And we were like, oh, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, now, now, now we actually like stop and think about yeah. it. Maybe we should... Maybe we should actually do this right. Yeah, well done us. And well done Stoker. Well done Stoker. And then everyone was in school. And so then it got, production Mm. slowed down a lot. But we were like, we ended up having, I think we had up to episode three or four written by, up to episode three written by like December or so. And then that's when I took over head editor and stuff, I think. And I was like, okay, it's been months. We should um, just make sure things are going again it was yeah kind of I think it wasn't that like around exam yeah I remember and I was it was I remember coming back and being like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna just like make a schedule and I'm gonna kind of see where we are at because I had done episode two 
and finished that. And then I was editing episode four. And so, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then we started production yeah. picked back up in about January. And we got things really yeah. in yeah. line. Like we were really doing it. We were recording, we were writing, we were editing, and we had everything set up for a 420 release date. And we did it. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> and then after that, like we had um I think up to episode six done when we released episode one and then we just finished off ever um seven and eight as yeah. we were releasing yeah. and then we already have like most of our bonus content planned recorded and we're editing a lot of stuff right now yeah so season two is being a little bit better planned where we're actually yeah. having bonus content in the we middle ha- yeah we actually actually have like a timeline and everything as well like one that That's works <laughs> We Whoa. have, like, actual plans out for each episode. I know. Imagine it. Yeah. We learned a lot from episode uh, season one, where we kind of, like, knew the beginning and knew the end. And we had a couple scenes planned <laughs> out. And then we were like, oh, but what does this one the do? How are we going to get there, though? Yeah. Uh, I am not a professional writer. <laughs> but you're, you're doing great. Thank you very much. So are you. We're all doing We're all doing our best. We're it, honestly, for, for Yeah. <laughs> Not knowing what we're doing and just kind of figuring it out. Um, do you want... I have a lore question for you. Oh, okay. Hit me. You ready? Hit me. Okay. It, it's a kind of a two... It's a quick... So it starts out with who come, who came up with the universe numbering system. This is from Dusk Dragon 39 um, from our fan server again. Right. I actually... I can answer this one. I can actually answer this one. Do you want to hear the, the, um, the, the specific question or do you want to just ooh, talk no. about how you came up with uh... it? I'm going to start with this bit. Can I have the next bit after? Yes, go ahead. Right, because this has a fairly, this is a fairly simple answer. <laughs> it was it was my friend Lucy. <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, obviously, I slash we as a team had come up with this whole, the idea of all these different universes and stuff like that. We've got that down. But the idea with the numbers and the whole energy thing, that was partially, obviously, our team on Discord. But also it was first brought up by my friend Lucy. I'm not going to say her second name because I don't know if she wants to be mentioned in this. I will check. Um, <laughs> but um, we were sat at lunch and I said, oh, I've got this cool idea about this universes thing. And she was like, wouldn't it be cool if you gave them numbers? And she again, she likes science and she's really good at science. So she told me the sciencey stuff and was like, wouldn't it be cool if you gave them numbers? And they're all like energy. And I'm like, you're actually a genius. So many of the ideas that we've put into the podcast have actually been my friend Lucy at lunchtime. So <laughs> we're we totally Lucy. professionals, but they've, and, and she didn't want to join the discord or be like an official member of the team, but she's contributed so many good ideas yeah. over the past year that I feel like I should say, thank you very much, Lucy, for the good ideas. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you for being science. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was fairly simple. Wasn't my idea. That was great. I didn't know that, actually. I think I remember you talking about Lucy's ideas, but I didn't realize that the universe numbering system wasn't yours. That's, that's so yeah. cool. All right. And then <laughs> the the very, like, this is kind of like a um, a theorizing question. So okay. I'll read it out for you. This is also from Dusk, Dog- <laughs> Dusk Dragon 39. Extremely curious about the reality numbering system. It obviously has some meaning regarding the universe and how it's accessed, positioned, and where branch points are. Numbers further apart are more different, maybe? Does it account for differences in branch points in the fundamental laws of a given universe? Does it even work on a branch system, or is it something else entirely? Is this oh, probably that. nearly yeah. identical to inconsequential world building? 
probably. Oh my god, that's so cool! Yeah. I mean, actually, this is something we discussed right at the beginning. Before we'd even got a plot, we'd had this whole thing. And mm-hmm. it was that generally, it, it, it does go in an order, so that the first reality that was created will be the biggest number. So smaller numbered realities will be newer. They're created newer, so they're usually not as technologically ad- advanced. And though, even though Don's, which is 1312, something like that, um, is it might seem sort of medieval, but because it's quite a large number, it's, it's not one of the newer realities. And even though it seems medieval, they have magic and stuff, which obviously is, is a result of a lot of evolution. So it does work on a system that the older the reality, the bigger the number. So, you know. Oh, hang on. Am I getting this confused? Am I getting it the wrong way around? I, th- I thought that it was the other way around, personally, because Freya's the other from way 42. Around. It's the other way around. Damn. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because so I was wrong. <laughs> no, no, you were correct. I'm so sorry. It works <laughs> on an ordering system, but an ordering system the other way around. I don't know why I thought it was the other way around. So the smaller the number, the older, because obviously one would be one and two would be two and three would and so on. So yeah, so the reason Don's has such a big number is because it's quite an old reality and Freya's is 42 because it's fairly steampunky and isn't that technologically advanced. And so what did we call, was it 82? Was that the one we, that was our reality? I mentioned no, Britney Spears. We're 281. That's where Nix is from. Yes, I remember mentioning I remember re- mentioning Brit- Britney Spears in one of the trailers as that two eighty one singer. So that's how I re- or don't yeah. remember that. In, I as remember. We've just shown. I remember mentioning <laughs> Britney Spears <laughs> as the two eighty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, as my voice. So yeah, yeah. It does have that system. We also originally it was going to be the bigger the bigger the number, the more energy it had, and so mm-hmm. a big reality so say it's like a thousand reality a thousand and then reality 12 a thousand had a thousand much energy and 12 had 12 much energy and if a thousand lost some of it it would take it off of 12 but then since 12 is such a small number that reality would be left with no energy and it would sort of create its own black hole and destroy itself and this reality a thousand would then regain all of its energy that was our first idea and i think it's all of our ideas we've got right now regarding the realities have s- sort of formed from that. But that was our very first idea. It got that was I fairly certain that was Lucy's idea as well. <laughs> so the idea of I'm not a like science person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not the best person to ask. But <laughs> yeah, the it's less of a branch, more of a straight line, but with small branches. Like there's a main trunk with smaller branches coming off. It's not a mad yeah. bush. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like the decimal places are like parallel realities. 281.5. Yeah. So or... Yeah, they branch off of that one. Because we did mention in one of the bonus, like the minisodes, I think, that the little decisions... Oh, it was also mentioned in... It's in, it's in that episode two, I believe, in Hudson. Yeah, it is. When, yeah, when Hudson's talking about where they can go and get their clothes from. And so mm-hmm. we did mention that realities will be formed by a, a decision. And I, I'm sticking with that idea. I like that idea. It's I love fun. that idea. And, it, and it's fairly easy to manipulate for plot points. <laughs> so, 
So we'll be using that one. Someone who loves timeline theory. I really, <laughs> really vibe with that so hard. It's one of my favorite monologues is that um, Hudson's monologue at the beginning of episode two. Mm. Are you ready to move on to the next question or do you have anything else to say on this one? Uh, yeah, I promise. I'll get back to whoever asked that question because I'm not a very good person to ask about timelines, <laughs> but I'm, I promise there was like an intellectual basis behind it. It's, we've just strayed from that now. <laughs> but yeah, we can do the next question. I don't want to confuse myself. All right, I have another question. This is for you as, as well. And I, I think I know the answer to this, but I don't know. Um, are any of the characters based off of other characters or real people? This is from um, Rosebud on Instagram, but the S is a five and there's two Bs. Oh, yeah. The, it's a, one of my special interests is the girl with the dragon tattoo. And originally Nyx was based off of uh, Lisbeth Salander. It's, they've definitely strayed from that, as I hoped they would. You know, it's always nice to base a character on someone and then they stray off and become their own thing. I really like that. And so, and Nick certainly has done that. If anyone has read or the books or seen the film, you'll know that Lisbeth is not like Nyx at all. But when we started off, they were the sort of basis of, I don't trust you because of my, my previous experiences have shown that when I do trust, it does not work. So I'm just straight up not going to trust you. Whereas Freya will, Freya and Lydia, I feel, especially Lydia, Lydia sees the positive and the, the goodness in everyone. So even if, even if they have made previous mistakes, she'll still trust them because she thinks, well, there must be some good in them. Whereas Nyx is the opposite in that I am never, ever going to trust anyone ever again because I've been shown that I can't. And that was sort of based off of Lisbeth. Also, the sort of grungy style. It's very loose, but Lisbeth looks very sort of a bit more gothic than Nyx. Nyx is more sort of grungy, but the sort of mopey teenager style. I, I sort of nicked that off. But yeah, Nyx has strayed and become their own person. And Lydia was based off of one of my friends. <laughs> the sort of the constant optimist and the slightly forgetful, but couldn't you know would never ever hurt a fly the nicest person you'll ever meet so much to the point where people are mean to them and they don't realize because they're just such a good soul they were based off one of my friends and yeah that's fun (laughs) thank you that friend (laughs) um there are a couple more like writing things but i'm gonna go to like a general thing first and then we'll go back to some writing so you can have a little break okay Uh, which episode is the most fun to record? A uh, question from Mars. That's an easy one. That's an easy <laughs> episode one. Seven. Episode seven. Episode seven. With Ted and Eugene, absolute light of my life. It was amazing. Absolutely it was amazing. So we we were absolutely we were in absolute fits over it. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. I don't think we got through it without laughing. It was the best time I've ever had. Well, so there were so many things that were happening as well with the um, recording of episode seven because it was our first almost full cast recording in a long time because, as oh, yeah. I said, it was hard to get all the entire cast. And we managed to plan it out enough in advance that we got most of the cast and crew there. It was yeah. This was pretty early after we kind of had picked up the production again a little bit more, yeah. like just tried to pick up the pace a bit. And so we had like, it was really great because it was the first time we'd seen a lot of people like, 
I knew it was the first time I'd seen a lot of the voice actors and crew members like face to face in a while, which was really nice. And so we were all yeah. like, I could not stop smiling. There was a lot of laughing going on already. It was lovely. Was that sleep or was that a different one? There was one where I fell asleep because I was like deathly yeah. ill and I fell you asleep. You were asleep. So oh, Martin God. was dying and still came to the recording session um, and fell asleep uh, during the first, right before we did the first run through of it. I was I was very ill, <laughs> so I apologize. It was funny. You missed out on quite a few shenanigans because it was a lot of also oh. a lot of folks' first times recording with Ted, who is yeah. If anybody's listened to oh. episode seven, he's phenomenal. Um, he's absolutely he's amazing. So funny, and his voice for Eugene is just it's great. It's so good. It's so good. We we Martin wrote Eugene off as a. What was it? You, you were, we were going to do a bury your straights thing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what it was going to be. And then we couldn't because Eugene was just too fun of a character. <laughs> He's too funny. And I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say much, but I may have written him into something else in the future. <laughs> but you'll have to continue listening to see that. I've only sent that to Elliot because, because Elliot begged me to write him back in, so I did. Yeah, because well, when we were recording. You know, we're doing all this, we're going through, it's just, episode seven, whoever's listened to it will know, it's just such a different vibe from the rest of the series. It's a different format of episode. It's like they're out in the world and it's just got the most, it's so zany. It's so funny. Already, it's the funniest script in the entire show, in my opinion, at least. I had so much fun writing it. And thank you to my mother who came up with the name Eugene, because I turned to her and I said, What's the name of a rich asshole? And I think she started with Keith. And I thought, now nah, we need it weirder. So my mum came up with the name Eugene. So thank it's you, so mother, good. for Eugene. <laughs> but we're all reading through it. And, um, you know, we just kept laughing. Like, there was just, it was, like, impossible to go through it with a straight face. Um, um, and then and then Ted came in and yeah. does his, like, huzzah! <laughs> huzzah! I love him! <laughs> and just everyone breaks down laughing. We yeah. had to take we had to take like ten minutes to just kind of recuperate because I remember specifically like the the next line because we had the Ted and the Ted and Jamie scene we had the Eugene and um, Hudson scene and so they're kind of both you know doing their thing it's very funny there's the like the dynamic there is really fun and then we break out into the rest of the crew and you have the the next line is Nick's like what the actual fuck and. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, specifically this this instance of um, Elliot goes, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and we all just had to take a second because we were just all oh. still cracking up. Mm. It was great, and then we we resumed, and then there was quite a few more like parts. And then at some point, I woke up and joined <laughs> in. <laughs> also recording or uh, reading through the kitchen scene the first time. I don't know what was so funny, but Elliot and I could not stop laughing. So we kept like reading it. it just I think it maybe was just the pauses or just the general atmosphere, but we were just laughing so hard. And so it took us about half an hour to get through the first run through of the episode. Yeah, because we did it twice because I was awake for the second one. So. And then Martin woke up and Pollux joined, and so we all did a second run through. We tried to do a no laughs run through, and we yeah, we, I don't think it worked, did it really? It was relatively successful. It was until the end. <laughs> until the end when we all cracked up. Um, and there was another we had we waited for Martin to wake up because we did have a, a question. And this is not a question, but this was I would love to hear um I want your reasoning because I think it's funny. 
how did they eat 12 slices, I think, in <laughs> 10 minutes or something like well, that? Uh, okay. yeah, I just, did you not hear in the script? It said they skipped breakfast. They're just very hungry people. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just came up with a random number and I wrote it down and I thought, ha ha, what a silly little joke I'll put in. And then I had people going, hey, Martin, how is that possible? How is that physically possible? They're, they're in the space between realities. Anything's possible. They can eat Maybe that much take as I say so. That's one of, uh, that's actually one of, new law here, uh, that's actually one of Hudson's special abilities as an arachne, yeah, that's actually <laughs> the ability to eat like a lot of cake. Yeah. Okay, what else we have? We have, um, oh, this is another fun one. Which of the main six is most likely to be left behind in a supermarket? This is from ow underscore of underscore the underscore frying underscore pan underscore on Instagram. That's really funny because that was actually one of my friends. That's oh, really? a shared account I have with people, and that was one of my friends who put that one in. So <laughs> thank you very much to said unnamed friend. Um, left behind in a store. I, I think it depends what store. I like to imagine taking Freya to a Claire's. I just, I just think, I just think we'd never get her to leave. <laughs> she'd just, she'd be left behind in there because she wouldn't go even when they, everybody else left. So they'd end up driving back some, home somewhere whilst Freya's well, still in. Freya does have a thing about people leaving her behind, though. Oh, oh, angst and Claire. Mm, angst. <laughs> angst and Claire's. <laughs> do I smell a mini sewed? <laughs> I do have some fun projection, though, actually, for this because when I was three years old, I um I have this this cat stuffy named Duchess after the Aristocats, of course. Of um, and I've took her everywhere. I haven't seen that. <laughs> and we, oh my god, it was like a formative movie for my life. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but I would bring her everywhere. And we went to CVS one time, uh, which is like um, a pharmacy. Oh, like Boots? Yeah, yeah, I think. Right. I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we went in and I was sitting in front of the jelly bean aisle because I was just looking at all the jelly beans because, of like course... The jelly, be- the jelly bean aisle? Yeah, the well, no, it wasn't like only the jelly beans, but in my mind it was the jelly bean aisle because I was right, looking at the okay. jelly bean. But it was just the general candy aisle. Candy aisle in a pharmacy? That's weird. It's like so it's like weird. a convenience store slash pharmacy. Slash so it's pharmacy? Like, That's weird. Yeah, it's like a corner okay. store. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to America just to see your CVS. I'm gonna Google it after this. Go ahead. Like, I just, <laughs> so I was like doing that, and my parents were like, "Oh, it's time to go." And I left. And then when I got home, I realized that I didn't have Duchess with me. And I was freaking out. And they had to Whoa. call the CVS. And I had left Duchess in the jelly bean aisle. And I feel like no. that's something that Freya would do. Yeah. Or Lydia. Lydia would definitely oh. drop something and leave something behind. I went to an escape room with a friend once and we had to go back in because they left their coat in there. So that's, that's and that's the friend that was based off of Lydia. So it's very, you know, <laughs> or one of the friends anyway. There were several, but yeah. I have a maybe controversial suggestion for who would be left behind. Um, Nicks, first of all, because they're very sneaky. And second of yeah. all, because they would just be in the Lego section. Yeah. They would hide in the Lego section. They would. You have Lego shops in America because we have like whole Lego shops. You get those? We might. <laughs> They're only in big cities, so I think there's one in like mm-hmm. Stratford and there's one in Edinburgh or something. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's mainly in big cities, but um, I'm imagining Nick's in one of those and their their mind would explode. They Absolutely. would like. I'm just picturing there being like a giant Lego castle and they've like hidden themselves in it. 
And the crew can't find them and is like, oh, Nyx must have already left. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe they've just gone. Yeah, maybe they just left. That's what I'm thinking. Nyx robs the entire store. They go back the next day and they're like, oh, Nyx, would you look at that? The Lego store is completely empty. Isn't that weird? Maybe it's closed. And Nyx going, mm hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And it's like, oh, our living room cupboard seems rather full of something. (laughs) Where did you get all that from, Nyx? Uh, A friend donated it, you know? But Yeah. yeah. I think I think generally getting left behind just because I feel like just in a generic sort of oh no I left my child at Tesco sort of situation <laughs> it's it's most likely to be Lydia just because mm. I feel like and they wouldn't make a fuss as well if you left like Atlas behind he'd be let's say they have phones in this reality he'd be <laughs> calling them up going hey you left me come get me I'm so alone you left Lydia in there she would sit there and wait until they realized by themselves, come back for her, and then she'd apologize for them leaving her there. So, you know, she's definitely the one to get left, but the one to refuse to leave a shop. Yeah, probably Nyx if it's Lego. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine li- imagine Freya in Claire's, I, and she goes with Don, and Don's got long hair, so she's just, they leave Freya having spent like a million quid, and Don's just got like rainbow clips and, and stuff in his hair. Oh. I'm going to draw that. I'm yeah. living for the Freya and Dawn friendship, by the way. It's one of my yeah. favorite dynamics. Grumpy and Sunshine. Love it's it. It's so fun. I, episode 8. That was, um, actually, that's another fun fact, is that scene in episode 8, um, the the one where Freya and Dawn get locked in a room together, there's something because there's a door malfunction. That was one of the first scenes we thought uh, of. It was the earliest thing we ever came up. It was actually, originally, it was going to be, it was going to be, I think it was Lydia and Atlas. But I switched oh, it around. Mm. We just said two people get yeah, stuck. Yeah, but when I wrote the episode with it being Lydia and Atlas, mm-hmm. but then I realized that we, we added this whole... Can I can I do spoilers like spoilers? Oh yeah yeah that's like, fine. It, it's um, out, but I didn't know if I should go like spoiler alert. We'll we'll put a big spoiler alert on this whole Q and A because we're talking about cool. all of season yeah. one. So. But yeah, and then we added Atlas's vampire thing, and we realized that uh, well, I realized it would be nice if we could have Atlas's vampire thing going on at the same time as the locked doors because mm-hmm. that made sense. So I had to change it from Atlas being the person, and I just thought Lydia wouldn't talk to Don because Lydia wouldn't want to like upset him or anything but Freya would. Freya does yeah. not care. Freya is talk with him or talk at him until he joins in so I thought they would yeah. be a much better sort of couple but yeah that was that was one of the oldest things we came up we came up with that before like the reality thing I swear. We came up with that before we hired any voice actors even like that was mm-hmm. that was before that was like first couple weeks that was like our first ever planning session that was one of the things we wrote down. Same with Atlas's thing. When yeah. we planned his character, we were like, right, vampire is lying about it. Boom. Atlas's arc was the first, was, yeah, it was like one of the first things we came up with. Yeah. So we'd been hanging on to that for a while. That was hard to like keep that a secret. Whenever we had voice actors or anyone join the Discord, but like the production Discord, we were like, you cannot speak a word of this to anyone the amount of vampire atlas art we have like stored oh in my our God. Art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny the other thing that we had planned like pretty early on i know was same episode like final episode um or whenever atlas was revealed when they were having like whenever they would have this group discussion we knew that nix was going to be opposed to it and be like yeah. we can't trust them and we knew that freya was going to be like well we didn't know if we could trust you and then look at us yeah. like 
That's a dialogue I've got written because when I started this, I was writing it in. I didn't have a functioning laptop or anything. So I was writing this all in notepads, like a little Victorian child. And so I found that one of the things I've got written in a notepad on paper with a pen in my terrible, terrible handwriting was the little dialogue of the sort of, yeah, Nick's going, but we can't trust him. And Freya going, well, we didn't trust you. And that turned out kind of good. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. that was early. Cool. All right. You ready for the next question? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have a, a triple threat here. They're all from the same person and they're all kind of in line with each other so i'm gonna say them all at once and we can okay so this is from i don't want to hopefully not gonna butcher this um ama tenkara um on instagram it starts what inspired you to make the podcast what was most challenging bit to make in the podcast and would you do this all over again Ooh, fun 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 okay um hang on what was the first one (laughs) what inspired you to make this podcast right okay um it was Mm, I think when I started the, I can't remember, had Magnus Archives finished? Or was it, it was near the end, I think. I don't think it had finished. But we were had, getting close to the end. I think it had just finished, like, a couple, um, yeah, because it finished, like, the beginning of 2021, right? Like, January, yeah. and we started, yeah, in, <laughs> like, I've got the April. t-shirt and everything. Yeah, but I yeah. have the t-shirt too! Yeah, mine's fading. I'm so sad. I've worn it so oh. many times and it's been washed so many times. It's fading. I'm I've absolutely devastated. Mine is my like my trying to suss out other podcast fans t-shirt. Ah, very <laughs> nice. So good. It's one of um, the most beautiful t-shirts. I love it. It's gorgeous. But yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Magnus Archives, I think it was still going, but it had nearly ended when I mm-hmm. started like thinking of the podcast. And I thought I, I loved listening to that so much. I thought, God, wouldn't it be good? And at the time I was also listening to Penumbra. Those were my like main two at that time. And so I thought, oh, my God, it would be amazing to just have one of these myself. And also I really like creative writing and I write little stories all the time, but I never, ever finish them because I don't have any pressure to finish them and obviously with a podcast when you get other people involved you can't be like sorry I'm bored now I'm gonna stop bye bye you know <laughs> which you can do with your own works and so I thought huh a little bit of peer pressure that will get me going but yeah and I, I love writing and I love drawing because I drew the characters before I wrote them they were sort of like little OCs and then I put it on my Instagram story being like hey I want to start a podcast anyone be down and I had like 20 people being like yep yep let me in. Let me in. We'd all had like the ex- the exact same idea at the exact same time. I had so many people messaging me, be like, "Finally, I've wanted to be in a podcast for so long, but none of my friends want to write it." And I'm like, "Come on in." I remember being like, I had just been like, I really want to work on a podcast, and I was helping a friend kind of adapt their comic into a podcast. But I was like, "Oh my god, oh, oh my god, please, please yeah." Please. <laughs> and so that was, I was. Uh, immediately on that <laughs> I think you were the first person who responded actually I responded immediately <laughs> yeah 10 minutes after being it's like, like me and Mars Hiya. yes yeah Cordelia was fairly quick as well so what was the second question <laughs> oh the second question was what was the most challenging bit to make in this podcast mm, the writing writing <laughs> it <laughs> I mean just come up with ideas because I get a lot of brain fog And so one day I'll write an entire episode in one go and it'll be super easy. And then the next day I sit down to write and I think, nope, there's nothing in my head. Even if I've got like a synopsis, you know, like a like a a timeline of what's going to happen in that episode. I try and think of the words and the words don't come. And that is absolutely horrible. I hate when that happens, especially when exams were on. 
that was the absolute worst time and I put all my energy into like writing in school and then trying to write out of school was like I can't contain any more information but still even now I sit down and I'm like right I'm gonna write and then nothing happens that is the absolute hardest thing and finding the sort of inspiration to get past that is also super hard but just like asking friends going on the discord or looking through the instagram or i have a, i have an album like a photo album in my gallery on my phone of screenshots of just absolute whack things that have happened gone down in the discord so it's stuff like ideas that people have had when somebody has a good idea i screenshot it so i can look at it later or just when funny things have happened i've still got i can't remember who made it but an image of a of a mario flag i think it said cause somebody had said feel Ew. gender it was like feel gender mart in response to martin and somebody thought they said Ma- um, mario so i've still got a screenshot of like the trans flag with like a burning mario figure on it that says like gender mario um cordelia made it i believe it's my favorite thing misread it as gender mario yeah so every time i'm i'm sad i'll go through there and i can't think of anything i go through this thing look at the like gender mario in the thing and scroll through everybody's good ideas and it, it really helps yeah. the hardest thing is definitely when you sit down and you just can't think i hate that it is awful the, f- the hardest bit for me is just planning it's like making sure things get done on time and yes also figuring out when that time can be because we have of course we're across i've actually i think i did the math let me see if i can remember um the biggest time distance is minus nine plus or minus nine between between the west coast of the u.s and switzerland so that's ah yeah yeah we have so many cool people from so many cool places we have so many people from switzerland There's so many people from Switzerland. It's, it's really weird because I expected so mainly I expected mainly American because mm-hmm. like uh, most of my friends I'd made online who also listen to podcasts and like the same podcasts as I did were American. So I thought it'd be mainly Americans and a couple of British people. Then we had like a bunch of people from Switzerland turn up, and it was like, well, hey, welcome. It's in. funny because for you with the original crew before we hired voice actors, I think Cordelia and I were two of the only Americans in there. Um, everyone yeah. else is British or Swiss. Um, yes. That. That was. That's so great. I never expected that we would really get anyone from outside of America or England, maybe like Canada, you know? I never really expected anywhere else, but it's super cool that we do. It's so, so it's so fun. I really enjoy I'm it. Still, I'm still looking on trying to get a Welsh voice actor or like somebody with mm-hmm. a Welsh accent at least because mm-hmm. I love Welsh accents. But I just cannot do one to save my absolute life. So I really want a Welsh voice actor. Such a good accent. So somebody else get practicing. <laughs> and then the last question there is, would you do this all over again? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. You know, I'm not going to be like, no, I hate no. it. No, no, it's horrible. <laughs> I'll never do this again in my life. No. Um, yes, I would. It's great. I would change things because yeah. obviously, like we said earlier, we have learnt from not necessarily our mistakes because they weren't like massive mistakes. It was just things we did in a certain way that we could have done better. But yeah, generally I've had, I've, I say I've had the best time like it's over. We're still doing it. It's fine. We're still going. We've had the best time ever. Yeah, and I was going to say we're literally doing it all over again. It was the, it was such a, I'm having such, such fun. Such fun. And the one thing that we the one thing that we're not, because rep- like obviously yeah. we're doing basically the whole thing over again with season two, um, just you know planning, writing, 
well, okay. but we actually know what we're doing now a little bit. But the one thing, the one thing we haven't really done, we're not really doing this time, or we might. But the one thing that like is so special to me that like, of course, is kind of you can't experience again yeah. is just the meeting everybody here because like I there's I love all of the people on this casting crew so much it's just like they're ah, my favorite people ever <laughs> it's they're so fun to work with they're super nice like we we hang out in VC often and just kind of chat either about the podcast or play a game we played kazoos that one time <laughs> we did we would Good play kazoos day. And it's just like, I have such fond memories of like, just meeting everybody and having all those social things. And so we, we try to do some good social things still. Cause I mean, I know I'm like often just chilling with people. Like, I feel like I have such good friends here. Like that just people that I've met through here that I just, I chat with all the time. And um, I do a lot more things. I found like yeah. with Ted and stuff like that. And like, I'm in his podcast now, I'm doing all this stuff. It's just such a blast. I'm so glad I met everybody here and I'm so glad I get to work with them because yeah. it's so fun. That, that one day when we, because obviously the voice actors were introduced over a span of like three days, I think even after we knew who it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But the first day when we introduced our first two voice actors, I think it was Pollux and Ooh, Pollux and Elliot, I think. Let me see. I can see. Was it Pollux and I know Elliot? Yeah, was Pollux early. was definitely the first, I think. But that first day when we introduced the voice actors, the first couple of voice actors was so exciting. Yeah, I did this like, oh my god, new people because we'd had the the like proper original original crew, all like five of us. That we'd we'd had a lot of meet. I have the order. Who do you? Can I hear it? Well, so I have the order of when people did their introductions, at least. Okay. So I have Genevieve, huh. then Elliot, then Pollux, then Jamie, then Emil. Ah. You were the last voice actor because, yeah, but you were the original I was. crew. And then we had, and then we, mm. storytellers came all at once and, yeah. and our um, original Mars voice actor. Yeah. And then Iliad. Oh, Ted was the last of the original crew to join. Yeah. Because he, we, 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 we cast Ezra, we, we came up with Ezra after we cast our first wave of Yes, folks. yeah. But yeah, that first day when we introduced all the voice actors was, it was so exciting. It was like, oh my god, there's new people so here. Fun. It was great. I mean, there will be, there will be new characters in the second season. I can't say who yet, Ooh. but there, there are, there definitely are. I've written them in. One of them we've planned for a very long time. One of them was rather spontaneous and almost a mistake. <laughs> but, you know, there we are. Bit of fun. So we will get new voice actors. So at some point, we will have to sort of go... I probably get voice actors from the crew. But mm-hmm. if not, ooh, be on the lookout on the Instagram ooh. and the TikTok. And the TikTok. And the TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> always check it out in case of news i'm just saying make sure you keep up with us on social media because we're a lot more active on there yeah we are yes i am constantly checking the instagram if you if you message us on the instagram chances are you'll have about three people messaging you on the account at the same time yeah very confusing Um, (laughs) we do try and tag our names but still (laughs) it's it's a time i I apologize for anybody who's asked has to um experience us yeah like that hopefully it's fun usually it's us like arguing with ourselves in your like dms (laughs) like 
somebody will start off a conversation with you and then five minutes later there's three people all arguing in your dm even though none of them are actually talking directly to you it's it's time it's certainly it's a good time it's <laughs> probably not for you more for us but well, it's often it's often we're texting other crew members and then all the rest of the crew is on <laughs> yeah, the account we were all there <laughs> Like when everyone was bullying me for using light mode. I, I, I'm sorry. It's... How could you? I was so upset. This is sarcasm. Yeah, I was bullied by the crew. <laughs> we, we turned all of our, um, our names uh, white so that Martin, who uses, uses light mode, couldn't see our names. These are all so mean. I'm being bullied. <laughs> Being bullied here. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I'm sure you did, but my own crew. <laughs> oh, how could they do this to me? All right. Um, and then we have one last question. Ooh. I saved a fun one for last. Oh, and it's also it? a question I think that you asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably. It's um, who has the most bloopers? Oh, I didn't ask that one. I mm. mean, there are... I've. Hmm, interesting. I mean, mm. Elliot has a lot. <laughs> it's, yeah. Elliot has a lot. As someone who... They're very funny. They're always little short ones. And to be fair, it's usually not... It's not usually Elliot's fault. Usually it's something outside, like a drill. And you... and, you, and <laughs> Or some noise. That's the biggest thing. And especially Elliot's were really, really funny. There's a lot of just sort of noise yeah. outside. And you and you hear, like, a normal voice going, oh, blah, 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 and then you hear, oh, fuck. And it's like, oh, what's going on? And most of the time, you on, so you on the audio can't hear it, but they can. So yeah. whoever's listening to it's the, so like, outside, there's a lot of, yeah. I mean, yours are really nice. I really, really like Freya's bloopers because it's like, it's always such, like, it's fast rambling. It's like, oh, no, and then it goes, oh, oh, dear. And you're like, <laughs> the way it stops. Same with Genevieve. Oh, my God. Genevieve's bloopers are so fun. Because she has the nicest, like, voice, and, and she just goes, so we're going to be doing blah, 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 blah. oh no I've done it wrong again and you're like oh it's such a funny it's the contrast that makes it funny I mean I have a list of like who does the most bloopers in my brain okay. um, which I can oh. give in a second because I listen to everybody's lines mm. um so I've, I've compiled most of the blooper reels um but I do know my first encounter with a blooper I edited episode uh trailer three is that the one with Lydia uh, I think it is no. Um, but anyways, I was like going through and the first time Genevieve had uploaded all of her lines as separate files. So I was kind of just going through each one and putting it in like, okay. And so I'm listening through and, you know, I have all of the lines set up and it's all lined up and I'm, I'm listening through the latest line I've put in. And it's, um, it's the, I mean, it's my favorite number, that one. Mm, um, yeah. And it goes, I'll do my, I can do my best to try to do an impression of it. It's going to be so funny. It's not bad. So your your impression is good. Yeah debatable um so we have the it, this is this is what i heard in my in my headphones if i can and i just want to say i love your eyes i mean eight's my favorite number and it kind of me of a oh, fuck yeah fuck it fuck it fuck it oh thank you yeah oh yes yes i've heard that one with jamie coming in afterwards is the funniest thing it's like oh fuck fuck and jamie goes oh thank you so much that is the best if you haven't listened to the bloopers listen to the bloopers favorite thing ever yeah it's great yeah and then on a like a tier list of who does the most bloopers mm. elliot's probably at the top yeah. it's either me it's, it's elliot and then followed closely by myself 
which is yeah because of the monologue <laughs> which is the monologues and i just like chat i don't like edit down my audio files at all because i know that a lot I'm... of you sort of going like oh it's a very nice day today oh, it's like you get like commentary it's so nice it's in me and Elliot, I think, just like do whatever. Because Elliot, um, after like episode two, just decided realized that we listened to the entire thing, and so he started putting in like just he'd be like, "Hi Emma, how how are you doing?" Um, anyways, blah blah blah, and it's just so funny <laughs> to listen to Elliot's. Any of Elliot's files are so funny. That's so nice. There was um episode. You'll see um the next blooper reel to come out is going to be episode sevens. Uh, which is it's 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 its own blooper reel because yeah. it has, as we were saying, it's got ten minutes. It's the longest blooper reel we have, oh, and it is only one episode. It, I think it's in in order of of bloopers. We've got Elliot, me, and then Elliot and Emil are pretty similar. Or I'd say Elliot and then Genevieve and Emil are kind of like around the same area. Cool. Do, uh, Polly says none. <laughs> Polly says no bloopers. It's a genius. And then um, <laughs> depends on if Jamie puts his bloopers in because I only have episodes uh, one bloopers and then episode seven mm. bloopers from him. So Jamie like has a lot of bloopers, but he doesn't always put them in. So it's like he's in there with Emil and Genevieve as well. And then Polly has no bloopers. <laughs> And uh, Ted has bloopers, um, quite a few, but he's not in. Yeah, as many things. A lot of so. things. But he he doesn't have too many, so he's also. I think he's he's probably the one of the lowest bloopers. Mm. Yeah. Yay! So that's my that's my blooper ranking from memory. Lovely. Um, <laughs> I there's gonna be a lot of bloopers coming your way, by the way. So keep an keep an eye out on. I the used feed. to listen to those all the time. I mean, I'm not in school anymore, but when I was, they were they were the absolute best things. When you managed to get to the library, use a computer, and just sit and listen to your friends online swearing, it was it was great. So that is the time. I'll tell you it's, that. <laughs> we have a we have a little cameo in. The third blooper reel, I just listened through it, um, from our mysterious voice at the end of episode eight. Yeah. Oh, yes! We do, don't we? Because uh, she was, before she was part of the podcast, actually, she, episode three, when I went to go record episode three, I was like, I'm going to go record an episode, episode of Into the Hollow. Do you want to come just, like, chill with me? You know, you just have to be quiet in the back. And so... Um, whenever I mess up, which is a lot, because the axe monologue, for some reason, oh is really hard for me to say. Every time I mess up, you hear her just kind of quipping up in the background, like, you're going to go to bed or go, bed or go to breakfast and stuff ah, like that. And it's so funny. Oh, no unknowing cameo. That's so cool, actually. Yeah, it's really fun. Anyways, anything else you'd like to say? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you, give me like an hour or so when we finish recording and everything, and I'll have like a hundred questions that I should have said right now. But for now, I'm all right. <laughs> so true. Yeah, lovely. Bye. Bye. <laughs>